Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. Welcome to the Kuchat, the only podcast brave enough to ask the question, hey, what's up with cars? I'm John Bishop. And I'm Lucas Southworth. This week, we're talking about cars. But you could have guessed that. That's what we do every week. That's what we've chosen to do Mm -hmm. with our limited time on this blue little marble we call home. Yep. And uh, let's get started with, uh, I guess, the topic. And the topic is (laughs) cars getting swole. Nice. We're finally going to talk about cars getting diesel. That was not, it didn't start as a pun, but I realized it would be, and I just said it. So it it was a pun when I said it, but not when I started saying it. Pun appreciated. Thank you. That's all I want. That's really, when I say a pun, all I want for you, the audience, to do is to write in and say pun appreciated. Mm -hmm. You can like do a timestamp so I know what you're talking about. Or you can just say pun appreciated, and that'll be enough. Yep. I'll just apply it to my favorite at the time. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> cars, getting swole. Yes. We're talking about fitness. Uh, we're yes. talking about health. We're talking about muscle cars. Ooh, there you go. Uh, so, exercise. That's exercise. Probably, probably something good in there for the title. Right now it's wheelness, but that could change. All right. So, uh... Health and fitness. Yes. Time for the fun fact of the day. Uh, In order to maintain your muscle mass when trying to lose weight, it is suggested that you eat at least uh, 0.6 of your body weight worth of grams of protein. So if you are 100 pounds, let's say, then you would need about 60 grams of protein per day to not lose muscle mass if you're intentionally eating less calories than you're supposed to, which... Leads me to something uh, terrifying. And uh, okay. if you assume that cars are oh, similar okay. to humans in this. Yeah, okay. Do you want to guess uh, how how many grams of protein a car would need to eat? Give me the, the percentage again. It's 0.6 times your body weight in pounds is equal to the amount of grams of protein you're supposed to eat. Okay. It's going to be a lot is the issue mm-hmm. that I'm running into. Like 1,800, somewhere around there? Lucas, that is beautiful. The answer is uh, 1,722.6. Hey, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just to go further into this fun fact, a good like extra protein shake, I have found like the ones that you can buy at Walmart that are already pre-made, typically, like the high-protein ones, are about 30. Okay, let's do some mm-hmm. extra math here. You may have already done this math, but I'm going to do what? 1722 divided mm-hmm. by 30. That's 57 and a half shakes a day is the sort of big issue there. Mm-hmm. 
57 and a half shakes a day. Boy, howdy. <sighs> yeah, but, you know, sort of, I'll say the rub of this episode is how car lose weight, though. <laughs> it's how car lose weight. Uh, yeah. Car lose weight through diet and exercise sure. and also having parts removed. I feel like cars have a, a very real, unless they can only weigh the squishy bit somehow, like they step out or just know how much their like kit weighs and subtract it automatically. They could do a lot to lose weight very easily, actually. Mm-hmm. But if we're just going by squishy bit, then I think your assertion is very uh, accurate. If they just need to know how much the hard body weighs, mm-hmm. which means that if they know that, they can just measure themselves. And if they just subtract that weight, you're good. Okay, yeah. It's like but... how I have weighed dogs before. Yeah, pick them up and then weigh and then subtract your own weight. Mm-hmm. It's classic. Mm-hmm. But and again, this is the whole reason why we're doing the episode. If we're assuming squishy bit can work out, it's inside car. Mm-hmm. So, uh, make car uh, move fast. Okay. Or maybe it's just like they have to waddle because otherwise the rotation is very mechanical. So they just got to like do their typical waddle and jump and whatnot and tongue exercises. Oh, they got tongue exercises, John. Oh, you know it. <laughs> Have you seen the way Sally and Lightning look at each other? Uh, oh, but... boy. <laughs> uh, I didn't like that very much. I wanted to be on the record. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's sort of what I was getting to. Like, I don't know that I can reconcile car makes wheel spin at like hundreds of rotations per minute maybe more i don't know what like a good rpm is is like a physical thing that the squishy bit is doing that has to be mechanical that can't exert a biological being Mm, okay i don't know what if the squishy bit no they they ingest fuel directly so they wouldn't make their own fuel i mean one way that people uh tend to burn calories is through uh, their body just like trying to operate in a way that makes it capable of moving oxygen and uh, repairing itself and reducing heat. So I'm guessing that one of their major ways of losing weight is just, I guess, blasting their internal AC. Yeah, that could be. <laughs> I think you've got a decent A to B there. <laughs> And uh, back to that fun fact of the day, do you want to know how many calories it would be if they were to drink the 47 and a half shakes? Uh, 57 and a half, but go ahead. Yeah, 57 and a half. That is 9,187.2 calories just okay. in shakes. Just in shakes is the issue. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know a lot about what the nutritional content of them shakes are, but I don't think a man can survive on shakes alone. Uh, I don't know what the uh, percentage of daily value, whatnot it is for a car, but vitamin A, B6, C, calcium, niacin, phosphorus, riboflavin, thiamine, and iron, those are all about 50 to 25% of your daily value in just one shake. Okay, but you see, I have looked up how many calories do elephants eat a day, And Google tells me that adult male African elephants at the safari park uh, is a result from San Diego Zoo, so it's a bit sponsored, I guess, Mm -hmm. need to eat over 70,000 calories each day. Oh, boy. So 
maybe that's not so bad. I mean, car isn't elephant. All right, but I will say the smallest uh, elephant that I can find of the top three that I've looked up is 6,000 pounds, which is more than double the weight of your average car. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know, you've got me. Dead to right, Smith. And we are thinking that the gas intake is how they move, so it's not for movement. Well, maybe that's just part of their calorie intake, Mm -hmm. is the gas. But then... We still need the protein. Yeah, that's what the 57 and a half shakes are for. Okay, but then they'd be consuming so many calories. I feel like gas would be just an astronomical amount of calories based on the probably incorrect assumption that calories make in or like how much energy a thing give you. Well, a gallon of gasoline is about 31,000 calories. Okay, Wonderful. And I know I just said that the mechanical bits, I can't justify being biologically fueled, but you did point out that the gas is is often like right into their tummies. Mm -hmm. So maybe I'm just wrong about that first thing I said. Okay. And they just need... I mean, it's like the Flash. The Flash needs to eat, like, I don't know. They always throw out a really high number of calories uh, in TV shows and comics and stuff of mm-hmm. how much he needs to eat a day because his metabolism is also super, super sped up. And who is Lightning McQueen if not kind of the Flash? Good point. So according to MTV.com... Uh, if the Flash were to run at the speed of sound for just five minutes, he would burn 8,889 calories. Yeah, that sounds right to me. Uh, and he runs at the speed of light sometimes, so... Yeah, no, yeah. But like that, it's a plot point that they often do. They mm-hmm. often make him eat just astronomical amounts of food. It was like a huge plot point in the John Wesley ship. TV show it showed up in the Grant Gustin TV show but like not a ton mm-hmm. they just within the first season really like, oh we've made you some super protein bars that have so many calories yeah or like they just were like I eh, just assume that Grant Gustin is off off screen eating 12 pizzas every once in a while it's fine mm-hmm. boy howdy he must have just so much debt for food consumption yeah, or he may, what if he just steals it? What if that's the one part where where Barry Allen isn't a very upstanding citizen? Good point, good point. Uh, He's like, that's I valid. save you on the daily. Or what if uh, for the really bad criminals, he just eats them? Ooh, why doesn't the Flash, fastest of the superheroes, just eat all the supervillains? Mm-hmm. And I don't have an answer. It would it would solve all our problems. Uh I don't like saying it because as John knows, and maybe y'all know the flash is my favorite superhero, but you know, for the podcast, I'll say that the flash probably eats all the supervillains, not all of them. Cause some of them recur, but like the ones where he's like, ah, these aren't going to make us flash. No one's going to be like, people will ask about captain boomerang and captain cold and uh, the trickster, but like you near, yeah, I'm just going to eat you calendar man to worse calendar man any any uh villain that doesn't have a nom de plume is Uh, just food anyone that's just just like uh oh you're just a guy robbing a gas station 
I'm sorry to say it, but no one's going to miss you. Yeah, man, I got to sell comics and you are not the way to do it. He's mm-hmm. like Deadpool. He's self-aware, but he never says it. Yeah. All right. So how do car exercise? Well, John, there are a couple of scenes that I think are going to be sort of our guiding scenes this episode. Uh, and what are those? The the ones that come to mind, first, we know that, that the cars can like strain themselves just because like Lightning tries to go as fast as he did when he was young, and he can't, and it seems like a physical thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also goes to the giant Rusty's training center where they're, you know, training and on treadmills and such. But the most directly like like the treadmills they're all trying to like get over some racing mistake they're doing so it could just be like a mental training thing you could argue or maybe just skill yeah skill i mean uh but in planes fire and rescue there is a helicopter who's just who's just benching if i remember right just doing like as close as i can remember what would be a the equivalent of a bench press for a helicopter uh with a bunch of logs and like i don't know man i don't know how to reconcile that (laughs) if that's not strength training i don't know what that is i don't know what it's called but there's an exercise that i do pretty much every week and i think it's more accurate to say that the exercise he's doing is like that it's essentially a pull-up but you're sitting down and you're stationary but you're pulling weight that can be yeah yeah as much less or more than your weight so it's very much like that which uh definitely a form of exercise but if i don't i don't know because if we think about it it's probably exercising the machine bit which is a bad idea in a lot of situations because if you're a machine using you makes you worse yeah we we talked about this with this exact scene in the and i think the planes fire and rescue episode that's just gonna break down the machine bits <laughs> mm-hmm. make them worse so do we think that some of the mechanical parts have muscle tissue in them i'll just say right away i don't want them to uh maybe they have like some sort of as opposed to just the way you said it, I imagine there's just machine and there's also just muscle and they're fully separate, but they're both helping. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's like a more integrated, like biomechanical muscle that's not just a fully separated of the two, which I'm pretty sure is probably what you were saying, but I want to make it clear that that's what I want it to be. Mm-hmm. See, there are things that are designed to be mechanical, but to replicate how muscles work. And uh, one of the ones that I've looked into that I really like, it's an air muscle or a pneumatic muscle, and it's a, it's some sort of tubing inside of a mesh, and you inflate the tubing, and it pulls on... Well, it pushes on the sides of the mesh, which causes it to uh, contract, and it acts like muscle. So it could be something like that, but if it were like that, even still, it's pretty much just mechanical so in order for this to be helpful i would have to assume that it's somehow replicating the idea that using it will damage it in a way that will make it stronger yeah because that's how muscle grow yeah and if we do go over to the uh, decent transition to the wiki quote of the day of the week for once of the day Uh, give me that decent transition of the day of the week of the day. 
thank you. That's so important that you say that part. Uh, we This one is on disneyplanes.fandom.com slash wiki slash windlifter. This isn't the quote, but we do see that his like sort of type of vehicle is he is a heavy lift helicopter. Hmm. Like his thing, he also like uh, drops the uh, fire retardant on, on the forest fires, but his like main thing is his purpose is there's a big tree. I lift the tree out of the way or off of something. Mm -hmm. His whole thing is to lift heavy things. I will say that they also support our theory on here because it says it appears that when lifter enjoys working out, he has seen lifting logs when he was first spotted in the movie. Uh, so I don't know. I, I think that him working out makes a lot of sense for his character. Like he, he his whole purpose within the, uh, the fire rescue team is to get rid of big obstacles. So mm -hmm. I think him trying to get stronger really works for him. Maybe instead of trying to get stronger, what he's doing is just keeping himself like warmed up okay, because I've yeah. learned this recently. Apparently with a lot of motorcycles, what you got to do is you've got to let the engine warm up because otherwise it'll just deform because car engines typically have a system that prevent the warping that is due to it not warming up as well. But with motorcycles, it's a lot more simplistic, so they don't have that system in place. So maybe he's just keeping the parts that need to be warmed up and lubricated uh, functioning by, I guess, stretching and keeping them active. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, with a vehicle that is able to lift that kind of weight, I mean, it maybe seemed like a lot to us, but maybe for him it was like a light exercise. Mm -hmm. Rather to... than a bench press, it's a pull-up. Yeah. Not or, a pull-up, uh, push-up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, I have discovered or remembered what its name is, and it's called a lat pulldown. Sure. Mm -hmm. I do agree that it does look more like that, now that you say that. But the act, real quick, the actual wiki quote of the day. You remember how we didn't like Wendlifter because he was an uncomfortable uh, caricature of a Native American? Mm -hmm. Well, in his bio, it does say, his connection to nature allows him to sense fires before they are even spotted. Which, oh, good. I don't know. You didn't good. have to do that. That's weird. Don't. Mm -hmm. Also, apparently his name was originally going to be Vincent, which I don't know how they got from Vincent to Windlifter. But I really wish that they had gone with just that name change of it's being Vincent. Oh, yeah. And it's just, oh, sure, he's all these stereotypes, but his name is Vincent, so we'll never tell. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's that's the wiki quote of the day. They uh, didn't do a great job of that, uh, but yeah, I could, I, I, I really like the idea of it being more about him limbering up than uh, training up like his max weight capacity or something, because that, mm -hmm. that that doesn't that dog don't hunt. See, when you're not trying to damage your muscle as much so that it will grow bigger, uh, one thing that is good for just keeping limber and in shape and losing weight is uh something called car dio oh we got there so that would maybe, be a pretty good title for this <laughs> maybe that's what it is it's just a form of cardio for him yeah i could see that uh one thing i've uh learned 
pretty like pretty far back, but not that far. But I don't know. It was within the past year, I guess. But it was I was looking into different exercises and different uh, actors and how they get in shape and whatnot and stay in shape. And uh, Jason Momoa, he does something based on an exercise uh, repetition of seven. What it is is he does a weight that he can handle pretty well. It's a lower weight. It's not his max or anything. What he does is he does seven, seven repetitions, then he'll wait seven seconds, then he'll do six, and so on until he gets down to zero. And uh, that's kind of a form of cardio rather than a form of gaining muscle. And uh, that's perplexing to me because if you've seen Jason Momoa, I wouldn't say cardio is what he does the most. Yes, but I wouldn't say that he doesn't do it at all. (laughs) True. But then you figure out what he loves to do the most, and it's just like... Swimming? It's uh, rock climbing. I was hoping it was swimming, because he's Aquaman, but... (laughs) Well... Uh, But, yeah, that sounds very similar to what uh, good old Windlifter is doing in the scene that we see him. So, uh, yeah, Windlifter is Jason Momoa. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Jason Vincent Momoa. Uh, I do want to go back to the uh, Rusty's Training Center from Cars 3, though. All right, let's uh, go back to the Rusty's Training Center. From Cars 3? From Cars 3, yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think those can really, e- the treadmill scenes can really easily be explained by their training skill, not, you know, they're not doing cardio. Mm-hmm. What if they are doing cardio and training skill concurrently? It could be that. But at the same time, one reason that Lightning McQueen is struggling so much throughout Cars 3 is because he's facing the symptoms that cars face in their old age. And those symptoms are not due to age per se. It's more due to use and wear and tear. Because one of the things that you'll notice is that when he tries to go his max speed or faster, his wheels will start to shake violently. And that's a thing that happens in older cars. And it's due to wear and tear and general uh, uh, flexion and non-elastic deformation of steel parts. So one has to assume that if they're doing cardio, even doing cardio is likely to just cause them to age faster as a car. Mm, it's not great. It's not. And it's kind of the inverse of what happens to people. Yeah, that's very much true. <laughs> because with people, uh, if you exercise, it will damage you and you will heal more, which technically will cause your cells to replicate more, which will cause the uh, telomerase to uh, disappear more quickly. But at the same time, it does provide more general health and it will help you to live longer, which is strange to me, but still cool. Yeah, it's cool. But I mean, it could be something similar for cars in that, yes, exercise does wear out uh, your mechanical bits, but it keeps your squishy bit healthy for longer mm-hmm. in a similar way to uh, how what you were just saying with uh, cell regeneration being not technically good for you, but overall being good for you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So a muscle car is known as a muscle car because it's got a lot of strength and or pulling power and or torque. And uh, the thing about that is that clearly it doesn't have actual muscle. 
do we think that muscle cars in the Cars universe have more actual muscle? Once again, I don't want them to. <laughs> <laughs> but you've made a compelling I don't know, argument. You haven't really argued anything yet, but yeah, if muscles exist, muscle cars would have more of them. I feel like almost certainly. Fair enough. Now, for a muscle car, do you think that there are cars that exercise to the point where you can see the muscle? For the third time, I'm going to go ahead and say, man, I hope not. Uh, uh, but this time, I'm going to say, probably not. Because, like, okay. I don't know. I don't know. Like, people can grow a lot of muscle, but... I don't know that they can grow it so well that it will deform metal. Good point, but I will point out that aluminum foil is metal. Yes, but I will counterpoint out that cars aren't made of aluminum foil. We think, but what I, if they are? I'm going to dismiss this one out of hand. They're not made of aluminum foil very clearly. Okay, 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 okay. All right, so a muscle car. Yes. They're going to be stronger because yes. engine. But do you think that they're going to be stronger squishy bits too? Or do you think that the car part is going to do most of that for them and they're just generally all about the same level of strength as long as they're same general shape and size vehicle unless they're exercising? I'm going to say that, yeah, it doesn't have to correspond. But I think in my head, the way... Uh, Pixar would characterize muscle cars is they would be very proud of being muscle cars. So mm -hmm. I think just on like a sort of sociological level, almost most muscle cars would probably also work out a lot. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now, one thing that I've struggled with as I go to the gym a lot is seeing a lot of people who are uh, older, younger, uh, taller, whatnot, just in much better shape than me physically. Do we think that that's a similar issue in a world where you can be a muscle car or you could be a train, and no matter how big of a muscle car you are, you're not going to be as strong as a train? I mean, yeah, it's rough, but, like, I think that goes back to the the exact thing we were talking about, like, mechanical like horsepower torque uh towing capacity may not be tied to their physical health their physical fitness and strength so i don't know i don't know if like mater would be like i'm not quite as strong as trev diesel who might be a train i can't remember there's a train whose last name is diesel mm -hmm. and let me tell you he's pretty diesel himself Mm -hmm. I, I remember the pun from earlier. I brought it back. It's not as good this time. But <laughs> okay. uh, I, I don't think that necessarily means that if, God forbid, Mater's squishy bit and uh, the train squishy bit got out, I don't know that that would translate exactly to if they got into a bench press contest, if the train would win. Hmm. Now, in another Disney Pixar, uh, well, maybe just Pixar, uh, film, uh, The Incredibles, we see Mr. Incredible exercise by lifting a train. Yes, he does a lot of train-based exercise in that one little montage. There's also a weird 
a tendency in our world for like heavy duty weightlifters to do this thing where they will hold on to some chains that are strapped to a vehicle that I assume is put into neutral, and then they will just pull the vehicle. And it's very common for this to be like a school bus. Do we think that one form of exercise in this world is to just pull other vehicles like trains and buses? And if so, would that not mean that Mater is one of the strongest characters? Well, we already know that Mater is one of the most powerful characters. Mm -hmm. And he does seem to do it with remarkable ease. They do send him to space to do space towing. Uh, and Moon Mater, <laughs> one of Mater's tall tales. Uh, so to me, that would imply he's one of the best at it. Mm-hmm. I think in the, in the short, they just run across a random tow truck and are like, ah, you'll do. But <laughs> there's probably some off-screen stuff where they're like, we need to vet him. And they like vet him for a second. And they're like, oh my gosh, you're clearly the man for the job. Much like, uh, what is it, Armageddon, where mm -hmm. they send the drillers into space. <laughs> yep, because it's easier to train uh, oil men to be astronauts than the reverse. Have you ever seen the like Ben Affleck commentary on that, where he said like he like commented on that to the director, and the director told him to shut up? <laughs> I think I have. I think I've at least heard of that before. It's very good. Yep. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> but yeah, it's like Armageddon. <laughs> they said mm -hmm. Mater because he's the best tower in the world and they couldn't possibly train an astronaut to tow. True enough. I will say uh, most of their astronauts do seem to be like rocket just ships? rockets. Yeah, who was it who got stuck on the moon in Moon Mater? I was think it, it was like the rover? lunar lander? The yeah. Moon Mater. Keep going. I'll, I'll I'll get there. All right. I do think it was like some sort of moon rover. Probably, uh, yeah. So I guess there are the moon rovers, there's the Mars rovers, and then there's just the spaceships. And I guess you could say all of the satellites if they're alive. I do have unfortunate news. It's just a white car. It's fully just a normal car that's white. Uh, they did also paint Mater white for the mission, so I guess that's part of the... That's <laughs> like their spacesuit, I guess, is being painted white. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fair. You gotta, you gotta stand out in space, because otherwise, if you're wearing dark colors, you will not be seen. Yeah, in space, but on moon, you'll blend in. So there's some trade-offs I don't know. There. Like, if you're moving and there's some sort of background behind you, it'll be more obvious. Yeah, but the whole issue is he's gotten stuck. And, like, mm -hmm. if you can move, it's less of an issue of, like, a search and rescue. If you can't like move... a horn. Yeah, that's true. But in space, no one can hear you honk. So... <laughs> I don't know if that's true on the moon, though. Yeah, the moon has some form of atmosphere. Like, not mm -hmm. a lot, but... A very small amount. Probably be an incredibly, incredibly wouldn't sound wouldn't travel very far is mm -hmm. my guess knowing nothing of science i will say though car horn much easier to hear so that might make a difference i'm just proud of my in space no one can hear you honk joke mm -hmm. so you know what i want uh it's not I, a pun. I appreciate that pun thank you <laughs> i guess it's a pun i don't know uh, it's gotten off topic 
Okay, uh, so binge pressing. Yes, I think Mater is one of the strongest beings in the Cars verse. Both if he's in... not, he could make himself. So, yeah. yeah what does it matter? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who cares? So, Lucas, uh-huh. in space, I imagine that I would be able to binge press a lot more. How much do you think I could binge press in space? I'm not going to entertain a how much can I bench press conversation on our podcast. No. But on the moon, Lucas, do you think I could bench press a thousand pounds? No. Dang it. Okay. We used to have standards, man. Uh, Did we? That's not, that's patently false. <laughs> anyway, fitness, presidential fitness test, elementary school. All right. Cars. In elementary school. I learned that I was very much not in shape. Hard same. Uh, I learned that a lot of students in fifth grade were able, at the time, to actually jog for a full mile, and I was not able to do that. Do you think there are cars that struggle to, like, I don't know, continue driving at a reasonable speed compared to other cars? Because I imagine the... that it's it's not like, oh, this car is a race car, so he can go uh, 200 miles per hour. I'm just thinking, like, whatever the jog would be for a car, I don't think that an elementary school car is going to have difficulty keeping that pace. Yeah, I think for a car, a jog would be, what, like 30 miles an hour, somewhere say, around there? I'd say 25, probably a like a good steady or maybe yeah, that's like, just a walk to them because 25 is like neighborhood speed. Yeah, I was thinking like neighborhood speed, uh, maybe a little. I, I would say somewhere like 25 to 45-ish in there would be jog. Okay. But like I don't know, for maybe, cars, maybe 55 because if we go for 55, then like it's a jog. That's mid-size road, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not a sprint like the highway. Yeah. But it's, yeah, not a walk like 25. But, I mean, for cars, like, a large proportion of why I can't run very far is because I have car, so I don't have to walk everywhere. But Hmm. cars, in their society, the whole thing is they go everywhere themselves. They don't have car. They are car. They are car. So So, they're going to probably, in general, be in much better shape. Yeah, at least from like a like we were saying cardio standpoint where they mm-hmm. can they uh they have good endurance they they yeah. because it would be weird if like mac gets sleepy uh in like the cross country uh drive with with lightning in the back where he falls out and cars happens mhm but it's not like man i am it, it's not like i am physically worn out it is i am sleepy Mm -hmm. i've been awake for too long not i've been driving for too long and he's on a highway yeah so he's going probably about 70 miles per hour and he doesn't get exhausted he gets sleepy yeah so (laughs) i mean maybe just the the physical fitness test has them go for much long. It has to be longer than a mile. Mm-hmm. Like that's absurd. Unless the physical fitness test is all about, uh, like, I don't know, skill and, or it's a sprint rather than a mile. Yeah. That would Seeing be very how effectively unfair. You change gears. I don't know. <laughs> it's rough. 
All right. So maybe it could be like an off-road thing. There could be an off-road thing. It's like, like how is your suspension holding up? How are you handling turns and whatnot? Yeah, turns and hills and like uneven terrain, uh, mm-hmm. descending, like how good your handling is so you don't slip. Like mm-hmm. that's that makes more sense to me than just can you go this far at a reasonable speed? I don't know, they're cars. The thing you got to remember is they're cars. See, that does help me out in a little bit because it makes me think. So in the presidential fitness test, there's push-ups, there's sit-ups, there's the mile, there's rope climbing in a lot of TV shows, but I've never actually experienced that in real life. Same. And it's it's got me thinking, if it's not a mile, it's just like a general road test where you're turning, you're going up and down hill, you're seeing how you handle and all that, that could be the test rather than all of the individual tests, because let's face it, I don't know how I could possibly think about in a comfortable way uh, a car doing push-ups, actual push-ups. Because like, I've seen cars, I think, do fake push-up type things, but I don't, I don't want to think about a car actually doing like as many push-ups as possible in 60 seconds. Yeah, like Ramon could do push-ups because mm-hmm. uh, he's got his weird hydraulics. But I, that did actually make me think of something. In the in the credits of Cars One, this I don't know if I've ever pulled this one. Uh, they have like how everyone's business is doing better, and they have like a little vignette where like someone comes and buys fuel from uh, RV. Is that his name? The the hippie. Why can I never remember specifically his name? Oh boy, I would have had it, but you said RV, and now I have no idea. Uh, I'm gonna say Humphrey fan. Fillmore. Fillmore. Jesus, why can I? Do- Whatever. <laughs> Someone comes and buys fuel from Fillmore, uh, and like the 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 Ferraris who Luigi so idolizes comes and buys tires. But Sarge's is he opens up a boot camp, and his boot camp has a bunch of like big Hummers with very shiny wheels. Uh, and what he has them do is he has them go off-road for the first time. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like, one of them even says, but I've never been off-road before. And what he says very loudly is, drop and give me 20 miles. I remember that very, very specifically and vividly. So drop and give me 20 miles. Uh, Yeah. So that implies that it is like running or jogging, but if that is the case... Uh, that's very troubling because with boot camp, one thing that is very common is that you're not testing necessarily physical strength or speed or whatnot necessarily. It's your ability to maneuver in a, uh, I don't know, difficult terrain in rough situations and hard conditions. So you'll need to be able to support your own weight so that you can, uh, like use monkey bars or, so you can pull yourself up a wall. So it's, again, all about how you get there rather than specific standards of weight. Yeah. I don't get what is upsetting to you about this. I'm sorry. <laughs> because drop and give me 20, it's a punishment. And if the punishment in this case isn't physical exertion, what he's saying is 
I want you to risk your life for 20 miles. Yeah, okay. I could see that. Because I've never been off-road. It's all about difficult terrain. It's all about trying to do something in a way that's going to be uh, difficult and it's going to be uh, rough conditions and things you're not used to. But also, I assume that the 20 miles is going to be at a reasonably high speed and not just like a crawl. Yeah. And if it's at a high speed and it's a bunch of obstacles and you're a car... That makes everything much more deadly. Yeah, the reason we drive on roads is because not roads are very good at popping tires and flipping cars and running into Mm -hmm. trees. Now, they're in like the Arizona desert or California desert or something. Uh, And as we have seen, uh, if you take the wrong turn, you could easily end up in a uh, patch of dead bodies or uh, cacti or fully fall off a cliff fully fall off a cliff or end up in a cave of body parts yeah there and you're right there are lots of cacti which i don't know feel like they'd be very good at popping tires so again the reason this bothers me is because instead of a punishment of hey you've given me lip i'm gonna make you do cardio which will help you get in shape and also uh teach you better behavior it's Oh, I'm going to teach you better behavior by making you try to not die for 20 miles. It does seem like... I I can't remember this, so I won't say it for sure. But I think Sarge follows them, at least. I mean, in that case, unless Mater's coming along, he's just watching to see if they die, not really to help, because he's not a towing vehicle. No, he doesn't follow them, unfortunately. Okay, so he's not watching to see if they die. He's just going to expect them to survive, or uh, just when they don't show up, he'll just know. Yeah. Also, a weird thing is it's Sarge's SUV boot camp for, I guess, only SUVs. Would it be fair to say that that is racist? Discriminatory at the very least, I would say. Would a style of car being... Uh, excluded or being only one style allowed is that i don't know would that be race or would that be just discrimination would that be body shaming i I think it would be something specific to the cars first I, i i don't know that it would be you know racism i think it would be you know modelism or something like something we don't have an exact one-to-one for it might be i guess closest to ableism yeah because it's uh, suvs i assume are going to specifically have specs that all match each other in a way that is best for his boot camp yeah yeah i don't i don't know maybe and i mean suv is sports utility vehicle maybe he the whole point is like you all can't do any sports or utilities i'm going to change that because like the ones who are there seem like they aren't very good at sports and utilities. That's that's why you have boot camp. Yeah. I have another angle that I would like to discuss about this, and it's planes. It's planes, planes period. All right. Planes, periods. Yes, I do want to talk about the menstrual cycle of planes. No, I fully don't want to talk about that. What I do want to talk about is... The idea of physical exhaustion for cars isn't great, but, like, they can pull over. Planes, what if they run out of 
juice in the air, like not fuel juice, like physical ability juice. Uh, there in a lot of vehicles, the ability to coast is a significant thing. Yeah. But okay. At the same time, if you run completely out of fuel, uh, you're just going to have to coast and hope that you can uh, steer yourself in as safe a way as possible. Uh, with some vehicles, some uh, like jet turbines, they're able to have reverse thrust by opening up a- an air pocket slash uh, tunnel within themselves that will send the air forward rather than backward. So I don't know if that's going to be safe for specific uh, airborne vehicles, but I imagine that for a lot of airborne vehicles, completely excluding, I guess, any helicopters, there's the yeah. option of coasting. Yeah, they can they can glide down even if mm-hmm. they don't. Like they they still have a wing structure that is aerodynamic enough to let them slowly descend. Mm-hmm. But what if they're over ocean? What if it's a transatlantic or Pacific flight? It's uh, bad. Then they're gonna have to pull a Sully Sullenberger and land in the water and be hopefully as fine as possible. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, helicopters are SOL, huh? Yep. Uh, and that's true in a lot of situations for helicopters. Yeah, planes are... Like, helicopters are better at a lot of things, but planes are safer, usually. Yeah, but then you think about it, and you think, all right, if you exist in this world, would you want to be a plane or a car? Because, yes, you have the ability to fly if you're a plane, but... Also, if you're a car in this universe, you can crash and be fine even if if you are a race car going 200 miles an hour. If you're a plane and you crash, you better hope you crash into the ocean because that's the only situation I can see someone surviving. Yeah, even in most situations in which planes crash and people survive, the plane itself doesn't do so hot. Like, unless mm-hmm. it is, like you were saying, a some sort of emergency water landing or, like, they land on the highway or something. But that's mm-hmm. not really a crash. That's an emergency landing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, <laughs> it's See, not good. Even in the real world, if you think about it, if you could choose to just be able to fly, I imagine a lot of people just wouldn't on account of how many people would definitely just fall from the sky and die. And that's very upsetting to think about. Yeah, I don't like thinking about a world where at any point someone can just fall mm-hmm. on on you or <laughs> or near you. Not even. even not even on. You just see someone fall from the sky and just explode when they hit the pavement. Yeah, I yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Oh boy. Alright. So gotta say, you get you get a superpower. Okay. Super speed. You get a superpower. And here's the thing. You only get very specifically that superpower. So if uh, you I don't get super like the, speed, the friction re- reduction. Yeah. Okay. What do you choose? And uh, I imagine a lot of people, like it's a very popular answer to say flight. And it's a very popular answer to say like super strength. Your bones would break. Or if so, not like, that, then you would just break everything around you. One reason that this relates to fitness and cars is because cars essentially have superpowers. They're incredibly strong when compared to humans. Some of them can fly, and if you, some of them very, very fast. So you think about it, a human with 
one car-like power, but without the endurance of being a car. That's that's really hard to pick which one you would want. So we're saying car-like power, not superpower now. Yeah. See, I imagine if you choose like something else, even if you do the comparisons, essentially it's going to be, you have to think about, do I want to risk dying from the superpower? If you choose to be able to run 200 miles an hour and you crash, you die. If you fly and you crash, you die. You have super strength. You're going to break yourself. I'm going to say radio. You want the ability to just hear radio waves? No, play them from my body. Okay. Interesting. I like it. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if I could have one of the others and, you know, the implied superpowers that would make them work and not me die, I would choose that. But that's about as high as I can go without thinking of a way that it would kill me. Now, what if you chose car endurance? Car endurance. Incarnance. Nope, neither work. Go on. (laughs) Uh, What if you were just as hard to hurt as a car? Hmm. Okay. Not necessarily covered in chitin, but your skin is as hard to damage as a car exterior. Your bones are basically as strong as a car frame. Yeah, that's better than the exterior. The exterior, as we've discussed several times, is designed to crumble. Mm -hmm. Uh, But my bones being, you know, metal would be an improvement. (coughs) I'd be sort of Wolverine, but worse, much worse. I don't know, because the thing about Wolverine is he heals... And he's got metal bones, but he's real easy to hurt. You can just shoot or stab him and it will go straight through. If you try and, like, stab a car, unless it's a very sharp blade and you're pretty strong, you're likely to just, like, dent it. Yeah, but, like, Wolverine... I'm saying Wolverine is better. A, he has an offensive option of claws. He's got uh, forks for hands. Uh, (laughs) But... (laughs) He also, like, I don't know, I get hit by something big, I'm out. Wolverine, I think, has regenerated from a single cell before, uh, which is bonkers. Okay, but, like, think about it this way. In a fist fight. Wolverine, no. Well, against Wolverine, obviously, you lose. He's got the adamantium claws. But, like, in a fist fight with a regular person, uh, someone punches Wolverine, they could hurt him in anywhere that isn't, like, bone. But if someone punches you, you're not going to be in pain. Yeah, but Wolverine also won't be in pain for more than, like, four seconds from, like, a human-level punch. Like, it'll fully be healed in that time. Okay, 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 okay. See, that's one thing I don't think about all that much with Wolverine. He always, like, expresses that he's in pain when he gets hurt. But then you think about it, the way his nerves are going to react, is he going to be feeling pain a lot longer than he is actually damaged, or is the pain going to go away as soon as he's healed? I imagine it would go away pretty quick. Like, like he always, especially in the in the X123, he would always have his angst about his claws coming out hurting. And I imagine, rightfully so, it seems like that would hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know, it would probably hurt while they're out also. Mm-hmm. In the same way, if I got stabbed in my knuckles and the blade was still there, it would hurt. Yeah. Uh, but I imagine once it was in, it would only hurt for, I don't know, maybe 
10, 15 seconds after that, like it would heal a lot faster, but then like the rest of the healing process, even after it's closed would happen in that time. And then he would be fine. Okay. 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 No, I am curious as to why you say one, two, three, instead of Logan. I actually have not seen Logan, which is shameful. I know. I know. It's so good. It's very good. (laughs) But you haven't seen it. All I've heard is it's very good. So I just trust people on that. Like, it's a very good film. I'm sure. Yeah. Probably better than X-Men Origins Wolverine. Um, I don't know. Uh, Gambit's only in one of those two. It's true. Gambit's a weird superhero. Uh, But anyway. (laughs) The Ragin' Cajun. Uh, He's Ragin', all right. (laughs) They made his powers basically just be throwing playing cards good in that movie. And doing good acrobatics with a staff. Yeah, Gambit's more than that in the comics, probably. In, I haven't read, but I know that that's a thing. But Oh, in the comics, he's considered to be too powerful. Yeah, Gambit's very powerful, uh, but not in the movies. Anyway, All right. do we have more to say about fitness? It feels like that's why we're talking about Wolverine, is because we don't have much more to say about fitness. I just want to make sure I'm reading the situation right. Uh, really, it's uh, I have plenty more I could say about fitness. Uh, sure. Most of what I would want to have talked about would have been uh, dietary. And uh, I think it's a little bit too late to get into diet more again. And yeah. exercise wise, uh, it's going to be hard for me not to go back to superheroes. Yeah. I mean, that's just, I think, a constant in both of our everyday lives. It's hard for us not to go to superheroes at any point. That is, uh, I want to say unfortunately true, but it's not unfortunate. I love it. Yeah, it's, they're they're cool. They inspire us to be better sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of them are Batman, so... Uh. And some of them are Robert Pattinson playing Batman now. That was a good trailer. You see that? Anyway. <laughs> that seems like a good as place as any to end it. Uh, you know, about ten minutes ago seemed like probably the best place to end up. <laughs> Start talking about Wolverine for an extended period of time. But... <laughs> We're going to do it now. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Are we in agreement that that's the end of the podcast? Uh, No, I've got three more hours in me. Too bad. I don't. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to our <laughs> podcast. It was a little unfocused today, but that's not really that different. It's not abnormal. No, it's not that weird. Uh, but yeah, we really appreciate you all tuning in every week. Uh, and it's really cool that you do that. If... You want to send us a question or something to talk about, or if you just want to say hi or pun appreciated, that's what I want. Uh, you can do so at our email address, which is thechat at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us or DM us on Twitter, which is at thechat. We need audience questions. We want to do an audience question episode, and we got some like specialty shows that we like suggestions for, like Moments in Herstory and. Or engine stories. So there's that. And now John says a couple things. And remember to like, comment, subscribe, and tell anyone and everyone you think might enjoy our uh, hopefully entertaining ramblings. I sure hope they are. Uh, Also, real quick, on a more serious note, we want to say that it's been a real rough week in a lot of ways. From the uh, shooting of Jacob Blake in Kenosha and the subsequent violence there, uh, as well as the hurricanes, California forest fires, and uh, we just found out about Chadwick Boseman dying. 
And we just really want to encourage you all to, I don't know, support each other, be there and do something if you can. Uh, I know Milwaukee Freedom Fund is doing a lot uh, to support uh, the protests in Kenosha. You can donate to Black Lives Matter. You can uh, donate to cancer funds if you felt particularly moved by uh, Chadwick Boseman's death or anything like that. I will say one thing for all of you, please register to vote. Oh, God. (laughs) They don't want to hear your voice. They don't want to hear it. And you got to do everything you can to make sure it is. And I'll take it one step further to say, use that vote to not vote for Donald Trump. Please, God. Use that vote to vote specifically against Donald Trump. Yes, please. Anyway, yeah. Sorry, that was sad right at the end. But until next week, I'm Lucas Southworth. And I'm John Bishop. Remember to float like a Cadillac. And sting like a Beamer. There's got to be a better way to do the sad right at the end. Oh, well. Yep. Uh, I wanted to end it with more of a funny thing like, hey, uh, you may think your vote doesn't count, but remember, you know at least one person who's going to be voting badly, so you can at least counter that one. That is nice. Hey, we did end with that, suckers. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>